listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. You have to believe in Santa. The government says so. The Hamilton CAS has decided it knows best removing two little girls from the care of two loving guardians who provided a safe and happy home. The problem? These caregivers are devout Christians, and these days, you know, targeting that faith, it's just fine. So what have these parents done that is so awful? Well, according to the CAS lawyers, these parents won't lie to the girls and tell them Santa or the Easter Bunny are real. The girls, according to the government agency, are in, quote, imminent danger that the magic of the holiday might be destroyed. Yes, you heard that right. Imminent danger if they don't believe in a floppy-eared chocolate-carrying fantasy or a fat guy in a red suit who apparently flies around the world in a sleigh led by flying reindeer. According to the lawyers now arguing the case in a Hamilton courtroom, the children are so entitled to believe that while they sleep, Santa Claus comes down the chimney and puts gifts under the tree. This would be laughable if it weren't for the fact that the CAS has a very real and lengthy record of failing vulnerable children by putting them in actual dangerous situations that have either killed or destroyed them. Need proof? I covered a Peel CAS case involving two boys yanked from their home during an acrimonious divorce and placed into the care of a foster family that allowed a serial killer, Douglas Moore, to babysit them. Uncle Dougie, they called him. He sodomized the boys regularly and then killed three men. There was seven-year-old Randall Dooley, whose parents used him as a whipping boy. His tiny body bludgeoned black and blue, covered in sores and broken bones. After a year of abuse, his body gave up, and he died in his brother's arms. Jeffrey Baldwin, whose grandparents beat and starved him for years until his emaciated body gave up. Seven-year-old Caitlin Sampson, who was tortured and killed by her caregivers. Where was the CAS in all of those cases? In a court arguing that children were in imminent danger if they don't believe Halloween witches really fly? These are just a few of the kids in government care that were destroyed by a system rife with head-shaking failures, and yet here they are wasting precious resources arguing about the need for children to believe in pipe dreams. The Hamilton family was upfront with the CAS about their beliefs that they do not endorse Santa and the Easter Bunny, and that they won't lie to the kids. Isn't it better not to lie to a child than to perpetuate a myth that they'll figure out in time? They did buy gifts and celebrate the occasions, and it was good enough for the birth mom, who thanked them for giving them what she couldn't. And yet the parents have been fired, the kids yanked out of a stable home by an agency that clearly has an ideology it feels it has the right to indoctrinate. Would they dare do this to a Jewish or, dare I say, Muslim caregiver? Not a chance. Who the hell is this government to tell anybody what they should believe? Last I checked, Canada is a country where freedom of religion, religious beliefs still exists, No. In 2015, the Auditor General revealed 47 of the province's children aid societies are chronically failing society's most vulnerable children. Bonnie Lissick called the system profoundly dysfunctional, recommending a thorough house cleaning top to bottom. Oh yeah, most of those who had a hand in these tragedies have kept their jobs. Worse, the Liberal government has literally done nothing to fix it. At a time when there is a caregiver shortage in the province, it's clear that those in the business of government care for the most vulnerable in society truly live in a fantasy world. No wonder they believe in the Easter Bunny. After all, it's part of the same government that believes money grows on trees. And that's my point. On point.